0: I was blind, but now I see. Working jobs we hate, we buy shit. We don't need
1: ideas are worthless. If you had one shot, everything I'd ever read, heard, seen was now organized and available. Now you fucking khakis.
0: Life moves pretty fast. The Biohacking Secret Show. In this episode of the Biohacking Secrets Show.
1: There is a huge list of documentation of really legitimate scientific studies that that authenticate that CBD is helpful for this huge,
0: broad range of conditions. This podcast is brought to you by Organifi and the Biohacker Bundle. So as entrepreneurs, biohackers, and busy professionals, we understand the importance of eating healthy, but there never seems to be enough time and it can get really expensive. Well, one of my best biohacking secrets for spending as much time as possible in a state of peak physical and mental performance and getting my body and mind. What they need is the biohacker bundle. And here's how I use it. Every morning we wake up and we're depleted and dehydrated. That's why you want to start your day with a big glass of clean water. And I add one or two scoops of Organified green juice. It's got the super herb ashwagandha in it. That's been shown in scientific studies to increase your resistance to stress. So that rather than waiting Till later in the day when that stress arises, by starting your day with this Organifi Green Juice, you increase your resistance to stress and increase the probability that you're going to be more cool, calm, and collected throughout the day. Then, after your workout, comes Organifi Complete Protein. It's USDA organic, gluten-free, non-GMO, soy-free, dairy-free, and vegan. And it provides your body with the amino acids and protein it needs to rebuild after a workout and, most importantly, maintain healthy body composition. Then at some point in the afternoon, you're going to need a break. That's where you come in with Organifi Red Juice. It's got cordyceps that keeps your body and brain oxygenated so that you avoid that afternoon energy dip that can slow you down and keep you from hitting your goals. And last but not least, Organifi Gold. I use this every night as I'm winding down for bed. It's got turmeric in there, which is one of the world's most powerful anti inflammatories. But my favorite ingredient is the lemon balm because it helps your body relax and slip into that deep, restful night's sleep where you. You're sleeping like a baby and you're waking up, charged up, excited and ready to take on the day. And if you want to put the biohacking bundle to work for you, go to www.organifi.com forward slash biohacks, B-I-O-H-A-C-K-S, and enter discount code biohacks to save 20%. It's the best biohacking secret I've found for maintaining physical and mental performance throughout the day, and I've tested thousands. To get yours, go to www.organify.com forward slash biohacks and enter discount code biohacks to save 20% now. more people. So without further ado, please enjoy this episode of the biohacking secrets show. What's up guys? I am here hanging out with Josh Hanna. He's the CEO of Humboldt CBD and a man I'm honored to call one of my friends. We first met a few years ago at one of our Biohacking Week workshops and he's quickly become one of the top experts in the world when it comes to CBD. He's one of the guys that I go to when I have questions on the topic. So For those of you guys that aren't familiar with CBD or cannabinidiol, (laughs) and Josh will probably correct my pronunciation there, but it's a naturally occurring cannabinoid constituent of weed, cannabis, marijuana, or hemp, and was discovered in the 1940s, but it can be used for a lot of things ranging from anxiety to stress to a bunch of other stuff that we're going to dive into. And let's welcome my man, Josh, to the show. What's up, Anthony? How are you, brother? I'm doing great, buddy. How are you? I'm really good. Thanks, man. Thanks for being on. Tell us a little bit about how you got into CBD and really went deep down this rabbit hole.
1: Yeah. So for me, uh, it started when I was going through, um, some, some kind of challenges with my health. I was, I was, uh, I had a period of some cumulative traumas that, um, that compounded, uh, both physically and, and psychologically. Um, I had, uh, I had, I had gotten in a pretty serious accident and fractured my sixth thoracic vertebrae and, uh, was having a really hard time with pain management and anxiety from that. Um, and then I also had some really intense, like, uh, more, more psychological trauma, traumatic experiences, uh, that i've I've told you about but they kind of usually with ptsd it's uh, or complex ptsd it's multiple really extreme overwhelming traumatic experiences that lead someone to the experience of kind of constant overwhelm uh panic attacks uh just like general anxiety and depression and i had really all the classic ptsd symptoms and um I, uh, i i live up here in northern california in kind of the world famous humboldt county so we have you know, more cannabis, uh, and hemp probably than anywhere else in the world up floating around up here. And I, um, I, I, I really didn't want to take any type of pharmaceutical medication to try and repress my symptoms. I knew that I had to heal and, um, and the idea of taking a a benzo like Xanax or some other pharmaceutical medication to repress my symptoms, uh, it, I just, I knew the consequences of that. I know that a lot of these medications um, can also cause harmful side effects. Even antidepressants say may cause suicide on the, or may cause the thoughts of suicidal ideation on the bottle. And I just was like, I just can't go down that path. And um, so I started looking for alternatives. And I think because uh, living here in Humboldt County, Um, I just, there was a ton of information that was starting to, at that time, and this is about, about, uh, about 10 years ago that I got into it. Um, I, I just somehow caught wind of, of CBD being like being, could be really helpful for my back injury and inflammation and things. So I think that I first, when I first got it, I got some, I actually got it as, um, as a, as a topical, like an oil with CBD in it. And I started rubbing it in and I got this sense of relief from the pain and inflammation that I had to And, um, and then I took some internally and I got a, a relief from the anxiety that chronic, chronic anxiety that I was experiencing. And, um, I, I just became so interested in like, this is amazing that, that not a lot of, at this time, not a lot of people knew about it. It's trending really hard right now. Um, but it was so fascinating to me that the cannabis plant, which I didn't really like to take, I didn't like, I I've never really liked THC. It's just not my cannabinoid. Um, it kind of makes my anxiety worse, honestly. Uh, so, but I was fascinated to find that CBD like worked so well for me and just instantly took away anxiety. And so, um, I'm like you and just want to like dig into everything and learn everything about uh, a medicine or a compound or a supplement or a nutrient. When I when I when I feel the effects of something, and CBD fascinated me because it's non psychoactive and because it helps with pain and inflammation and anxiety and depression and all these huge, this huge array of things. And I think that's why it's really trending right now is because it's one of the few like you know panaceas that actually does really work for a lot of things. And when you look at the research on PubMed the internet's uh, library of scientific medical research there is a huge list of documentation of really legitimate scientific studies that that authenticate that CBD is helpful for this huge broad range of conditions
0: and for people who aren't familiar with CBD or how it differs from say smoking marijuana yeah. how how would you catch someone up to speed
1: so so um so so THC is the in, in marijuana when people smoke marijuana or smoke weed to get high uh there that's the effect of the thc that once it gets through your lungs and into your blood and then up into your brain the thc binds to the serotonin receptor and the brain and creates that high um so it's a it would be considered a psychoactive euphoriant. the way that it are uh, euphoriant, the way that it binds to that receptor site it creates the psychoactivity response where it gets you high so that's what cannabis is really famous for or, or has been, you know, up until now, uh, with the, where CBD is really starting to turn some heads. Um, but is, uh, is that, is that process of the, of the, that, that cannabinoid THC binding into a brain cell and getting you high, whereas CBD is, is a very different compound. CBD, um, is, is a non-psychoactive compound. So it does not get you high, but it would be considered a neuro So, so CBD really, uh, became famous actually. Um, and this is an interesting story for people that are worried about, I don't want to take weed and get high CBD actually rose to its fame primarily because of this, uh, this story about this little girl named Charlotte who lived in Colorado and she was really young. I don't remember exactly what age she was when, when this all came into the news and everything. Um, but she had real severe epilepsy, like the worst form of epilepsy. And she was having, she was having multiple seizures a day, like just like, a, like an unfathomable amount of seizures a day. She was on all these anti-seizure medications and nothing was working. They couldn't stop her epilepsy. They couldn't repress it. And her parents, in an interview that I watched, her parents were like, at one point, out of compassion... We, we were like, we were like ready for her to see her pass away because like her quality of life was so horrible. Like it was just like, it was unimaginable. And, and so it was a really tragic scenario. And, and then these, these farmers who, who were researching CBD and growing strains of cannabis that were really high on CBD were like, Hey, we've been working on a strain That could be used for children that contains very low amounts of thc the compound that gets you high so we've been working on breeding the thc out of it so that kids with epilepsy could take it and not you know risk getting them high but the cbd is this really powerful Anti-inflammatory and neurorelaxant and, and anti-seizure, and they, they, all the research was directly indicating that CBD could be used to repress seizures. So they gave it a try. They made the cannabis oil for her, or the, they made the CBD oil for her, and it actually worked. And that was this huge. That's what really brought this into the news stream is this little girl who was on her deathbed dying from like the worst, most severe form of epilepsy couldn't function because she was literally having seizures all day long. All of a sudden there's a compound from cannabis that was able to repress her seizure disorder to, to, the, to, the, to the place where she went through a full day without having a seizure for like the first time like ever. And, and then they just kept her on CBD and experimenting with it. And the farmers kept breeding the THC down to lower and lower levels. Um, so that, so that it was just super safe for, for, for Charlotte and for other kids that started, they started reaching out to, and it's just a beautiful story.
0: That's a great story. I'd never heard that before. Yeah. So. How does CBD relate to some of the compounds that our body and, and brain naturally produce? And what, how does it interface with those pathways when we ingest it?
1: That's a, that's a brilliant question. So, so this, is, this is something that's, that's quite controversial right now uh, because in, when you go to medical school and you start studying biology and cellular biology, there's a a system that is generally left out of the textbooks and it's a system a a primary system in our body like primary that modulates homeostasis what homeostasis means our body's ability to maintain wellness or for our immune system for our nervous systems for all of our systems to have this level homeostasis is our body's ability to stay healthy and so one of the primary systems or the primary system that regulates homeostasis on a cellular level in our body is called the endocannabinoid system. So, so endo meaning endogenous or something our body is producing and cannabinoid meaning these little compounds that are very similar to CBD or THC. THC, our body doesn't create anything that's just like THC, but it does create something called an anandamide. And anondamide, there's only a few endocannabinoids that our body produces. Our body only produces a few of these cannabinoid molecules, but they are very similar to the cannabinoids that cannabis, the cannabis or hemp plant produces. And there's also other plants that create cannabinoids, but there's nothing quite like cannabis that creates so many. There's actually 480 different compounds that affect human biology that's found in the cannabis flower, and 80 of those 480 are cannabinoids that, that, that are, that, that could, that can bind into our system. So, so that, that when, when, um, when scientists discovered the endocannabinoid system, they were actually trying to figure out how marijuana got people high. They didn't know why people could smoke weed and then get high. Like what, what is it doing to the body chemistry? What is it doing to the brain chemistry? And through research, they discovered that our body contains this vast network of, 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 cell, of receptors um, called CB1 and CB2 receptors. CB1 receptors are really concentrated in the brain, and CB2 receptors are concentrated all throughout the body. And then our body makes several cannabinoids, the most important one or famous one being anandamide. And anandamide is, this, is our, prim, our body's primary cannabinoid, And that are, that it's, it's like a neurotransmitter, like serotonin or something. And it's, our body uses it for intracellular communication to regulate homeostasis of multiple systems. So, so, um, so, so that's basically kind of the the way that you could define a a cannabinoid or an endocannabinoid is a, a cannabinoid that our body actually makes. And that these cannabinoids from marijuana are actually compatible with our receptors. So THC binds in and gets you high, CBD binds in and starts, starts, starts modulating the the homeostatic function of our body. Um, and, and most people, a lot of people have a misconception that when they take CBD, that it's actually like binding into the CB1 or CB2 receptors. And, and that's, and, and the, the crazy thing about why I said, it's crazy that, that it's, this isn't taught in medical literature is because we're talking about one of the most concentrated receptors in our entire body like on all of our cells these cb1 and cb2 receptors it's crazy that that's not taught in medical literature and 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 that's a big controversy right now because why why wouldn't it be so um, when when you ingest CBD, the CBD doesn't go into your system and bind to the CB one or CB two receptors. It does bind to the serotonin receptor, which is a whole nother conversation that I think we should actually get into. But what 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 CBD does the way that it impacts your endocannabinoid system, which again is one is like the primary system to regulate homeostasis in your body, is it. Basically, like when someone gets really ill, their anandamide levels go like way down. Like you can actually get blood tests now to check anandamide levels. So, so your, so your anandamide levels kind of like plummet when you get really ill and CBD has this way of bringing them back up and having, and getting your body to optimize the, it's it's like, it's like a baseline functional level of anandamide. So it it inhibits, and this is all technical science, but it inhibits an enzyme called FAAH. And when it does that, the body starts ramping back up levels of anandamide and then it's much easier for someone who's been chronically ill to get back into homeostasis.
0: I have a few different questions. Yeah. Why do you believe that this isn't taught in medical school? That's
1: a really good question. I think that uh i think okay i mean without getting into conspiracy theories um we know that marijuana has been federally criminal right they scheduled marijuana as class a schedule as a schedule 1 narcotic and and the problem with that is that it restricts all medical research when you schedule one, literally the definition of a schedule one narcotic means that there are no medical implications for this drug and it's harmful to the human body. So marijuana has been classified federally as schedule one for a long, long time now. And, and the reason that's a problem is because like literally like this isn't my claims, go on to the PubMed library and do some research. THC even is an anti-cancer compound. So THC has been proven to inhibit cancer growth. And, and there's actually, um, I think it was GW pharmaceuticals. I can't remember, recall right now, but they're actually as big news recently. The first THC-based pharmaceutical for anti-cancer just came on the market. And the first CBD pharmaceutical came on the market recently this year as well that is for fighting epilepsy. So now we have a weird political issue because there are pharmaceutical companies who have approved drugs to fight medical conditions that are utilizing these compounds that the DAA is classifying as no use for medicine. And that's like schizophrenic. Like there's no, like it's, it's unbelievable that you can have two uh, parties of government that are at that level of contrast the reason why it sucks, though, in the meantime, is because until, until, until uh, marijuana, until cannabis is taken off schedule one, it restricts medical research. So I think I, th- I have, a I mean, just, just through the process of deduction, I would imagine that the fact it's schedule one and that like scientists and medical researchers and people at universities have restricted access and can't even do research with it because it's a narcotic right and so it would be it would be kind of like contradictory to put it into medical literature and be like you know thc is good for the endocannabinoid system and can kill cancer and cbd is can fight epilepsy and all these things that are like completely scientifically irrefutable like it would be i think on a political scale it's hard to until it's off schedule one it would be hard to like put it into textbooks and be like we discovered the endocannabinoid system through studying how cannabis gets people high, you know, like I, we're just not quite evolved enough yet. And I think that that's where it will go. And, and especially now, as much as I, you know, I'm not the biggest fan of pharmaceutical companies and all that stuff. I mean, there is really, really good pharmaceutical medications that really help a lot of people, but there's this weird political thing. That's just like, it's challenging. And, um, I I don't know. That's, that's kind of just my thought process around it. I don't know. I don't really know the answer to any of this, but this is just my thoughts. (laughs) That makes sense. And
0: so if someone were asked to locate, to, to specify the location of the, let's say circulatory system, it would point to the heart and blood vessels and capillaries and veins and all of that. And, um, if someone were asked to pinpoint the location of the endocannabinoid system, um, where would, where would you direct them or where, so, where, would, where would they direct us?
1: So, so, so the endocannabinoid system is, um, is defined as, 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 uh, as this network intracellular networking system. So intracellular meaning like, okay, we have all these trillions of cells in our body and they all have little receptor sites on them. So the receptor sites, the CB one and CB two receptor sites and the little messengers that they send back and forth, the endogenous cannabinoids, uh, those are concentrated all throughout the body, which is why this is such a big deal. And the CB one receptors are primarily concentrated in the brain. So we have a ton of CB one receptors on all throughout our brain. And then the CB two receptors are like in the gut and like throughout, just throughout the proximity of the body. Um, but it's a global system, so it's 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 a it's just a massive cellular networking system.
0: Cool. And is it safe to give the analogy that that many of us? So we're producing these endocannabinoids, um, the main one being anandamide. However, there are we have a certain amount that we need for optimal health and performance and proper neurological function, and some people are not meeting those minimum requirements, or maybe they're just producing suboptimal levels. Yeah. And we can use CBD and some of these cannabinoids from plants that are very, very similar to sort of close the gap and, and improve performance. And our body uses them in a similar fashion.
1: Totally. Well, it's not to say that CBD would like, so like if you take like uh, so serotonin, right? So if, if you, the way that your body makes serotonin, if you take 5-HTP or tryptophan, uh, your body takes that compound and puts it through a conversion process and then turns the 5-HTP into serotonin through like a metabolic process. CBD, your body does not turn into anodamide. Um, But CBD, the way that it impacts, the way that it, like it's almost like an adaptogen. You know, like when you talk about these herbs like Tulsi and all these other herbs.
0: Ashwagandha, like, rhodiola.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, like, they they like kind of like they they help the body build homeostasis as well. But the way that CBD does it is like dramatic. It's like it's so powerful. Um, and so, it's basically once you take it, it gets in your system. It gets up to your brain. When it gets to the brain, it binds to the serotonin receptors. And throughout the body, um, it's it's this it's it's uh, it's inhibiting this enzyme called FAAH when it needs to be it's like a, it's like an optimizing compound. So, so it's definitely safe to say that some people are operating at suboptimal levels of, of, of endogenous cannabinoid production. Um, uh, but, it, but it doesn't direct CBD does not directly translate into anonymide, but for whatever reason, like we don't it's like even with science right now, we don't completely understand how this works. We're like getting closer and closer, but the research is inhibited too. That's the hard, that's the hard issue here is that like, there's brilliant scientists who would be working on cbd probably all the time but um until until it's until it's uh, easier for people to get uh f- funding scientific scientific grants and funding uh the hard the hard science is not as quite as good as it as I wish it was in this country um but the general consensus is that it this in for overall wellness and i'd, I'd love to talk about more specific conditions but for overall wellness uh, it, it helps the body optimize its levels of anandamide and cannabinoid production.
0: What's up guys, Anthony Clemente here, and this message is brought to you by Bi Optimizers. So a few years ago, I was in a frustrating situation. After just about every meal, I would experience gas, bloating, stomach distension, constipation, even diarrhea. And this three-month gut reset protocol completely changed the game. I'd tried a ton of things. Nothing had really worked that well until I did this. So what I did was I combined Masszymes, BiOptimizer's enzyme formulation that helps to break down protein and increase your own immune system's effectiveness with their probiotic at a specific dosage of 10 capsules of Masszymes with five capsules of the P3OM probiotic taken in the morning on an empty stomach and then at night on an empty stomach. And right away, I started seeing some positive improvements. Then I added another six capsules of the Masszymes and three capsules of the P3OM probiotic before each meal meal. And a few months of that, specifically three months, nine bottles worth, my gut was almost completely fixed. Throwing a little bit of gasoline on the fire, I made sure to fast for 14 to 16 hours between dinner and my first meal the next day to increase autophagy, upregulate the immune system and help clear out some of the other viruses, bacteria, even parasites that can inhabit our, our gut. And that made a massive difference for me. And if you're experiencing any of these symptoms, it will probably make a massive difference for you. So if you guys want to check out that gut reset protocol, it requires nine bottles of the Mastzymes, nine bottles of the P3OM. And you can get it at buyoptimizers.com forward slash biohacks. We've got all the discount codes already applied and put together a nice a, a nice way for you guys to save on the package when you go there. That's B-I-O-P-T-I-M. I-Z-E-R-S dot com slash biohacks, B-I-O-H-A-C-K-S, and you'll see the three-month gut reset protocol that includes nine bottles of Masszymes and nine bottles of P3OM. Take it as recommended and you will see a huge improvement in your gut health. Check it out. Let's talk about some of the specific conditions and perhaps like what cross sections of the population are being helped most right now by Uh, CBD.
1: Okay. So, so, um, so first let's go into, uh, this, uh, this, this really interesting ability that CBD has, that has CBD has, uh, that relates to the story of, uh, Charlotte. So Charlotte epilepsy, right? So, so that huge dramatic improvement wasn't just caused by, you know, Oh, maybe Charlotte's levels of anandamide were low and the CBD helped get them up. CBD has a very strong, what's called a binding affinity, which means that it really likes to bind to certain receptor sites. And even though CBD doesn't directly bind with the CB1 and CB2 receptors, CBD has loves to bind with the um, 5-HT1A receptor, which is a really complicated way of saying the serotonin receptor. So CBD loves to bind to the serotonin receptor. And serotonin is, is as we all pretty much know, is one of the, is maybe the primary neurotransmitter in our, in our brain. So, so, so serotonin is a big deal. Psychedelics affect serotonin, THC, CBD, all these compounds, they, they get in there and they, and they bind to, to, you know, one of the multiple serotonin receptor types, but this type is a, is a primary serotonin receptor. So when CBD crosses the blood brain barrier, it's able to, it's able to bind to that receptor and it has, it has what, what you'd call neurorelaxant properties. So it doesn't get you high like THC, which is classified as a psychoactive uh, euphorian, uh, which creates that sense of euphoria or conversely sense of panic. in some people THC just getting super high can make some people panic. CBD doesn't do that. And there's very, I've never even really heard of a case of someone having a bad experience with CBD. Uh, it's, it's, it's one of the things with, you know, the compounds affect so many people differently, but CBD tends to work for almost everyone that I've ever come into contact with, because it calms down the impulses in the brain. When you take someone like, for instance, that has epilepsy and they're having essentially what would look like uh, an electrical chemical storm in their brain, right? Just chaotic electrical overload and impulses and disorganized impulses are characteristics of epilepsy. When you take CBD and cross a blood brain barrier, like I have actually seen CBD stop a seizure cold, which is some crazy shit. And you can watch videos of it on YouTube, type in CBD stop seizure. There's videos of like dogs that have their seizures stopped and kids. And it is some seriously dramatic, like heart touching shit. When you see someone that's having a grand mal seizure, stop from this, this compound, which is why there is now a pharmaceutical medication for epilepsy, uh, that you can get, uh, because it does work. <laughs> um, so it's
0: CBD based it's,
1: yeah, it's like a, it's like a, it's like, a, it's like a, I think it's an isolate base and we can talk about isolates versus full plant medicines in a little bit. Um, but I think it's, a, I think it's a CBD isolate product and, and, uh, and yeah. Um, but so What's, what's really fascinating about that is that in someone that has this crazy electrical chemical overload storm in their brain, something comes in and calms the activity down and is able to like, to drop, to drop that down. So, so the theory is that it's binding into certain receptors and it has this kind of global neural relaxant property, which for epilepsy is amazing for Parkinson's is really good because it's also characterized by an excitatory dysregulation in the brain. And those are two more examples of, of kind of like these chronic illnesses. Um, but then the way that that translates to excited, like in general, excitatory disorders, epilepsy is an extreme excitatory disorder. Parkinson's is an excitatory disorder that tends to become degenerative a neurodegenerative disorder. CBD is classified as a neuroprotectant. And there's even a government patent that you can look up on the patent database database that, that early on year long time, cause they'd known about this for years either, or a long time actually, uh, which is a whole nother story. But, uh, there was a patent filed for CBD as a neuroprotectant a long time ago. Um, so, so, so basically those are, these are these more, these, these really dramatic, uh, serious health conditions. But then, but then, um, when you take that and you put it into the general public, a lot of people are dealing with excitatory problems, actually this overexcitation of the nervous system. And that's anxiety. So many people are dealing with chronic anxiety and stress. It's like an epidemic, like our whole planet. It seems like our whole species seems like a crazy stressed out, anxious species. And just as CBD in an extreme sense with a large dose can stop a huge electrical chemical storm in the brain and a smaller dose, and in a product uh like kind of like what we're making, it's it's taking it's taking this same excitatory response that's out of control, like chronic anxiety and stress, and panic attacks, and PTSD, and all these issues that are characterized by chronic stress and anxiety. And you're able to, to utilize that anti-excitatory neuroprotective neuroregenerative effect that CBD has in the brain once it binds to the receptors. And it really seriously helped with those disorders. And that's what got me into it is that I was dealing with crazy like panic attacks and anxiety. And it was because I had some really severe traumatic experiences. And, but it was like, it was amazing for me when I was like, dude, there's nothing that can do this. Like I'm really into herbs. I'm really into supplements. I'll take. Magnesium, L three and eight all day long. I'll take chamomile. I'll take tulsi and ashwagandha, and they're all great. But they don't do something so dramatic that you know you can't stop a seizure. And so there's something really dramatic that happens when CBD crosses the blood brain barrier that can be utilized for chronic stress and anxiety, and even when in, in you, in you you can really control your dose. So by taking a smaller amount, you can kind of learn like okay, like I'm I'm really stressed out today, so I need to take this much or i'm a little stressed out maybe i should take a little bit less but it's kind of once you start taking cbd it's kind of a process of self-experimentation learning like what your optimal dose is to buffer out your stress and to achieve the desired result whether you're working with uh, in a health condition or you're just looking to achieve optimal wellness
0: this is a perfect case of like the extremes inform the mean so we start learning about how CBD can benefit people with cancer and, and seizures and epilepsy. But then it applies to this massive part of us that are stressed and anxious and, and have trauma in our past and haven't been able to find relief, regardless of how much yoga, meditation, other adaptogenic curves we've taken. So let's yeah. say someone listening is in that category of individuals, they're stressed, they, they have occasional anxiety or even PTSD trauma in their past. What's the process for figuring out the dosage frequency timing of CBD for them to have the best experience?
1: So like, so here's a bottle of, of our product right here. So I'll just do a little, a little example, right? So we have these kind of like, I don't know if you can see it, but there's these little markings on the dropper. Like mm-hmm. it's like, there's like all these, there's like little milliliter dropping or little milliliter, uh, markings. Yep. And so like, for me, I like to take about a half a milliliter of this stuff. And I'm pretty sensitive to cannabinoids and to like, I, I don't like THC cause like, it's just, it's overwhelming to me, but some people can smoke THC cannabis all day long and feel fine. So this is, this is a product. Our product doesn't contain THC at all. We're using, or we're making our extracts from the highest grade organic like, uh, f- flowering hemp on the planet and hemp basically just means, uh, cannabis varieties that are under 0.3% THC. So we're using an organic heirloom strain that's been bred down below 0.3 THC. So it's technically hemp, but we're making our extracts from the actual flower, which is where like all that, all the medicine is really in the flower of this plant, um, or the bud. Um, but so we're you, we're making our extracts from, uh, from the flower, and then, uh, and then we blend it with MCT oil, which is, you know, a lot of people that are into Bulletproof coffee and stuff know all about, uh, medium chain triglycerides from coconut oil. It's really good for a lot of you know, energy production and good for your brain. But essentially I, I thought that was the perfect oil to blend this with because, uh, CBD is oil soluble. Um, so it's a great delivery system. And essentially like, I, I really like the half a milliliter dosage and you just, you know, you just find the marker right on the, on the bottle and then under the tongue. Yeah. You can do it sublingually or you can just eat it or you can put it into, you can put it into tea or, or anything. Uh, CBD combines really well with, uh, with different herbal teas. It's, there's a, there's an, a, actually a really amazing synergy with a lot of other herbs that CBD has because of how it impacts your endocannabinoid system. Um, but Yeah. It tastes, it tastes great. And for me, I've discovered that that dose for me, it just like after five to 10 minutes, it just kind of like drops me in. And so I'll take it before meditation. I'm, I'm an entrepreneur like yourself. And so like, I, sometimes I have these days where like, I'm just like grinding it out. And all of a sudden I'm like, dude, I'm so like stressed out and anxious. And like, I didn't even realize it. And then I just always keep my CBD with me. And then like, it's the the craziest thing though, is that sometimes this, it's almost weird. Like if you're like, you know, you imagine something that's powerful enough to stop a seizure, like, and you can see it like it, like it, you can watch videos. It's real. But if you're, let's say you're having just chronic stress and anxiety and your brain, you can't kind of get out of that groove. Sometimes, you know, you can wreck your whole day from one, someone drives by and almost hits you and flips you off. And you're just like, it creates such an intense stress response that you're just like your whole day is wrecked. The weird thing about CBD is that you can take it, and then all of a sudden, like 20 minutes, half an hour later, it's like, you almost forgot that you were stressed out. Like, it's like, I, that's like an experience that I have frequently is also amnesia. Yeah, totally. It's like all of a sudden I'm like, Whoa, I'm not stressed out and anxious anymore. And it's like, it's almost confusing. Cause you're like, I thought that I was going to be all messed up for the rest of the day. And I feel awesome now. And, uh, and that's, that's the magic of it. But, I tell everybody who's wants to start with CBD to start with like a low dose. And for our product, it would be like a, like a 0.25 ML or like one quarter dropper full and just like start low and see how it affects you because everybody's different. And we had, we had one, there's a a friend of mine. He's big, tall guy. You know, he's like, he's like over six and a half feet tall. He's like big and bulky. And, and, um, and you know, I take, I take a half a dropper full, like, you know, throughout the day, like, you know, once or twice a day, Um, and, uh, and so I told him, I was like, yeah, you know, like start with half a dropper full. And he was like, he was like, man, I took it. And I was like, so relaxed. I just like wanted to hang out and like not work and like, just like chill and like go to the beach and like take the day off because I felt so good and mellow, but it was like, I didn't really want to go to work. And, um, and that's the one thing with a neural relaxant is like, you can't overdose on it. There's no toxicity to CBD. Like there's literally no toxicity to it. But if you take too much, it's a powerful neurorelaxant. relaxant. So you might get real relaxed and like not want to be productive. When you drink caffeine and coffee or psychostimulants, they like make you want to hyper-focus and work or, you know, nootropics, racetams, all that stuff. It's like totally like driven focus. So CBD is a relaxant. It's like something you want to take to meditate or like go to yoga or go and get a massage or like go to the beach and just like hang out with your friends or buffer stress with but it's not this like performance, like I'm going to fucking focus and like accomplish like everything. Like it's actually when you are decompressing from that mind state where it really helps the, the best, I think. And a float tank, it's like recovery medicine, you know? So, um, so I tell people to just start, start small and then like go up and then find your like sweet spot.
0: Yeah. That's what I've done with it. I use yours before bed. And I'll do anywhere from half a dropper to a full dropper under the tongue. I'll let it sit for about a minute or two, and um, and then if, if I'm really feeling froggy, I'll cup, couple it with a cup of natural vitality, natural calm, the elemental magnesium. Uh, yeah, and like it's it, it it helps me calm down because I admittedly don't always give myself enough space between like the day ending and then time to wind down and get in bed. And anyone that's ever made that mistake, you can find yourself laying in bed staring at the ceiling because you're still like in go mode and the CBD along with the natural calm helps probably in part due to the ritual nature of it. Just like, okay, now it's time to stop all of that, to let yourself decompress, turn your mind off a little bit. And, um, and, and, and get some of that mind body recovery that we need overnight. Um, this is great. What about, um, there's so many CBD products on the market right now and you and I've discussed at length, the role that terpenes and, and the entourage effect and some of these other compounds have in determining the efficacy of a CBD product. But a lot of this stuff isn't on labels and, and companies don't have to disclose. So like, Let's say I'm looking for a good CBD product, what do I even look for?
1: So, so with CBD products, um, there, there's a lot of, a lot of differenti, like differentiating qualities. Um, I would say that the, the first thing to look at is if the CBD product that you're taking is, is something that has a CBD isolate in it or what would be called a full spectrum medicine. So so like right here I don't know if you can see this but on the bottle it says full spectrum CBD oil. Mm-hmm. Um and so so what full spectrum technically means in this industry is that the oil contains this full spectrum of beneficial compounds. So so uh isolates can be made for instance from there's a lot of products that are selling uh uh selling their products that are manufactured with like this, like isolate that comes from low grade industrial hemp. And then, and then they, they just, they, they extract it through chemical solvents and then, and then get the CBD down to an isolate. So where it's coming from the actual plants, it could be GMO hemp. It could be, it could be sprayed with pesticides and all kinds of crazy shit. And they're trying to just get the isolate out of it. But that's the thing is that like, I mean, I've done a lot of research and I've been mentored by some, some really amazing PhDs who are super into all this plant biology stuff. And what, what the generally accepted kind of consensus is in science with this, in this medicine, is that what's most effective to the body, uh, because you gotta think like, you know, we've been using this plant for a long time. It's not anything new, but with all plants, there's, there's all of, there's all of these compounds in plants. It's not just like, you know, you eat, you eat, uh, you eat a a superfood and you're just ice getting this one thing that's in it. You're actually getting a big full spectrum of compounds. Um, so with, with CBD products, like, yeah, you want the CBD. You want to have a good high concentrate, good, a good concentration of CBD in there. But sometimes you can get products that have a, that have a bigger milligram dosage of CBD that's from an isolate and nothing really else in there. And it's gonna be way less effective than a full spectrum product that's made from organic flowering hemp. So using the bud to make the extract versus using this low grade stock and stem industrial stuff from China or Europe or whatever. So the, all these compounds, again, 480 compounds, that's a lot of compounds. That's one of the things that's amazing about the cannabis plant is it can, there's like, there's all of these synergistic compounds that come out of the flower. So take the flower, Where we take the flour and and we 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 have large amounts of the flour with all these compounds, and it's super the flour itself is really rich in C B D. It has about the flour that we use has about 17% CBD in it and and zero and no THC below 0.3%. So in the and that's this is actually strain the strains of cannabis flour or hemp flour that we're using. Hemp is under 0.3. Um and and essentially we're we're taking the flour, it gets it gets processed and turned directly into this beautiful kind of honey, like amber looking oil. And then, and then everything is still maintained in there. We do a little bit of processing to take the chlorophyll out, uh, through a process called winterization. And, and so then it goes from the, when, it, when, when CBD oil initially comes out of the machine, it's kind of like almost black, it's really dark. And then we take the lipids, the, some of the lipids and chlorophyll out, but then all the terpenes, which are that is what makes it smell when you, when you smell the flower you, and it smells like just like a real sweet or real, there's like these beautiful smells that, that the flower contain. And same thing with essential oils, it's these terpene compounds that create the smell. Um, so, so terpenes are, are a lot of these compounds that are in there, but then there's other cannabinoids like, uh, like again, 80, 80 different cannabinoids, some of which we don't even know what they do yet. Um, and then, and then, and and, and then, uh, this full spectrum of four, 480 compounds around how many that can come out of the flower. So we're taking, we're taking a, a really comprehensive whole plant extract kind of medicinal, uh, oil. And, and then we're just blending that with MCT, which makes it very bioavailable. Uh, MCT, MCT is a great carrier because of how bioavailable it makes it. Um, and then, and then when that gets into your system, it just has, it has such an amazing healing effect. And um, I, I've, I've heard some people talk about nano CBD and all this stuff, but really like a lot of that is marketing. When you really look at like what makes this effective, it's, it's the synergy of all these compounds with the CBD. Like that's what herbalists are into. It's called the entourage effect is the synergy of all the compounds in the plant. So you can strip away and kind of make this pharmaceutical type of product. You can strip away the CBD, but You know, it's, 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 I don't think it's as, I don't, I mean, just, this is my personal bias. I don't think it's nearly as effective or healing as a, as a plant medicine, as when you have it in its, in its, uh, in its true form with all these compounds. And, uh, and I've, I've tried CBD isolate products. I've tried, I've I've tried, a lot. I've tried, I've tried a lot of different experiments with CBD, but I really, really find that the whole plant medicine for me is like the absolute best thing.
0: Yeah. The the more we learn, the more we realize nature had a lot of this stuff figured out, and we're often unsuccessful at trying to outsmart her. Yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. There's so much intelligence in nature,
1: and and again with these isolate products, you know, you never know where it's coming from. Like we actually use completely organically grown hemp flower, right? So there's no pesticides, no fungicides it's not genetically modified. Hemp is being genetically modified now. So, so we have these like heirloom, like, like, you know, it's, it's from seed stock, like, like real pristine genetics. And then the plant grows up and then it creates these big, beautiful flowers. And then we're using the flowers, not the stems and stalks, and that contain all the rest. Some of the industrial hemp, they're just using this low grade, like, like what you make clothes out of and stuff. And there's trace amounts of CBD in there and they're trying to strip it out and then make the isolate we're using like these big, beautiful flowers that are just full of like all these rich compounds. And, and that's where the magic is. And that's really what I try and explain to people. Like you can see a nano CBD, this and this and this and this, but like, you know, like this is a plant medicine, you know? And like, if you have all the compounds that are in the plant, it's just like the healing effect, you can feel it so deeply. And, uh, and I, I don't get the same experience with isolate products at all.
0: Yeah. I mean, I've, I've found that your CBD products are better than anything. And I've, that I've tried. And a big part of that is clear when, you know, when we hear how passionate you are about it and how much testing you do and your focus on quality. So thank you for that. Um, Our listeners, if you guys want to check this stuff out, CBD has tremendous scientific backing for cancer, nervous system, health, stress, and anxiety, as we mentioned, um, it's even recovery with workouts. And Josh has been cool enough to hook you guys up with 10% off of his Humboldt CBD formulations. If you guys want to check those out, you can go to bestbiohacks.com forward slash CBD. And, uh, He's got his full line of Humboldt CBD products. We've got a discount code Biohacks, B-I-O-H-A-C-K-S, set up to knock 10% off for you guys. Josh, we appreciate you, man. This has been a fun-filled, knowledge-bomb experience, and uh, I think people are going to love it.
1: I appreciate you so much, brother.
0: Appreciate you as well, guys. Once again, that website is bestbiohacks.com forward slash CBD. That's where you can get your hands on Josh's Humboldt CBD formulations, full spectrum, organic, enter discount code biohacks to save yourself 10%. And yeah, you'll dig it. Thanks, Josh. Take care, buddy.
1: Thank you, Anthony. Talk to you soon, bud.
0: Hey guys, Anthony here and wanted to share a really cool opportunity for you to participate in a case study that could get you a free $10,000 Trucy Molecular Hydrogen Water Machine. So here's how it works. If you apply for this case study and you're accepted, they will reimburse 100% of your monthly payment for this Trucy Molecular Hydrogen Water Machine and inhalation unit. And I get asked all the time, what's my favorite biohack? And right now it is this machine, hands down. It does three things that are incredible and unbelievable matched one it fixes metabolic syndrome so if your body's not burning fat the way that it used to. There's a 2010 study in the Journal of Clinical Biochemical Nutrition showing that hydrogen-rich water, like you get from the Trucey machine, can fix metabolic syndrome and actually improve a lot of the things that are responsible for how well your body burns fat. But it doesn't stop there. It's also an intracellular antioxidant, meaning it's able to get inside your cells where your mitochondria live, those energy powerhouses that make all of your energy. And that energy is what determines how well you age and your risk of disease, right? Well, inside your cells, you also have free radicals. And a lot of those free radicals can damage your mitochondria and affect how well your body makes energy. Trucy molecular hydrogen gets into the cells and protects your mitochondria. So your body makes energy better. You feel younger and your risk of degenerative diseases goes way down. On top of that, it crosses the blood-brain barrier. This is so important because it decreases your risk of neurodegenerative diseases like Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, and dementia. And it can also keep you thinking more clearly, keep your memory sharper, and help you avoid those periods of brain fog, cloudy thinking, or just where verbal articulation and recall isn't where you want it to be. So if you'd like to participate in this study, you go to trucih2.com biohacks. I'll spell that out for you. It's T-R-U-S-I. I H and then the number two dot com forward slash biohacks and you click the learn more button on that page that's by the water machines. Apply for the case study. You'll get on the phone with someone from Trucy, and they'll see if you're a fit. And if you are, you could potentially have 100% of your monthly payment reimbursed. So you get this incredible $10,000 molecular hydrogen water machine and inhalation unit completely free. Since using mine, I've felt more energy, better mental clarity. I've had my longest breath hold to date. And other clients have talked about seeing improvements in their energy, how they feel in the morning. But what's even cooler is I had a triathlete recently say that, Her times in the bike, the swim, and the jog had all improved, and the only thing that she changed was drinking this water. So if you guys are looking to ramp up your metabolism and burn more fat more effortlessly, if you want something that gets into your cells and protects the most important asset you have, which is your mitochondria, the thing that makes all of your energy, or you want to stave off your risk of neurodegenerative diseases like Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, and dementia, or just keep your mind as sharp as possible, head over to trucih2.com. That's T-R-U-S-I-I-H-2.com forward slash biohacks And then click the Learn More button on that page and apply for the case study and see if you are a fit to participate alongside me and a bunch of other biohackers and get your Trucy molecular hydrogen water machine with an inhalation unit completely free. And I do recommend the one that has the inhalation unit because there's a lot of evidence suggesting that that, when we breathe it in through our nose, it even more effectively crosses the blood-brain barrier and you're able to reap those benefits we discussed on the cognitive side. Thanks a lot, guys, and hope to see you in the case study.